Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to build relationships, earn trust, land the deal, and change lives to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. So on today's episode, we are talking about building the relationship first. And this is a follow-up to our past two episodes. Now, as a quick recap, two episodes ago, we talked about how real estate is like an iceberg. And we spoke about how just like an iceberg in real estate, people see just the 10% that is above the surface, but they don't see the 90% that is underwater. And so we talked about how if we are going to be successful, we had to show our clients our value and bring value to our clients. Then on our last episode, we talked about the importance of showing clients our value, and we got a little further into what it looked like to show our value to our clients. Now on that episode, I promised you that on our next two episodes, I was going to share a couple different examples about how you can show your value. And I told you that on these two episodes, I would give specific examples from my career where I learned to stand out and show my value. So on this episode, we are going to talk about building relationships and building relationships first. In my career, this is the number one thing that I have learned and what has been the main reason for having success. I have showed my value by first building the relationship with the client. What I've learned is that if you just start trying to sell the home or get the listing or get them to work with you before you have built that relationship, you kind of look like a sleazy salesman who's just trying to get a deal closed. So instead of just trying to sell the house, I really seek to build a relationship first with the client and get to know them before I even start to pitch selling their home or working with me. So for instance, I want to tell you about a new friend in my neighborhood that I've gotten to know over the past few months and how I have showed them my value and showed them that 90% of the iceberg that's under the surface and how it led to them wanting to do business with me and list their home with me. So me and my wife often take walks with our son and now baby girl in our neighborhood. And a few months back, we were walking through our neighborhood and just kind of looked at various homes, you know, as a realtor, I kind of look around, see if any homes pop on the market and what they sell for. And so we were just walking around the neighborhood and saw a home that had recently gone up for sale. And so I was looking at it to see who the real estate agent was, what the list price was, just checking it out on my apps. And then while I was doing that, this gentleman came outside and said, oh, are you interested in that home? And I said, no, actually, we just live in the area. We live right down here around the corner. And we were just taking a walk as a family down the street. But I'm a realtor. And I was just showing my wife the list price on that home. And the gentleman and I started talking because he was intrigued by what I did and intrigued at the market and what he's heard about it. And so we just started talking about the homes that had sold recently in our neighborhood and had a nice conversation. I wanted to spend time building a relationship with him. In sales, it can be very easy to just try to jump to the sales pitch or something like that. But what I've learned is that people don't like that. And so again, I could have just said, oh, list your home with me or something like that. But I really didn't. I just had a conversation, got to know him, heard a little bit about his story. He told me he was about to retire and they wanted to travel. But because of COVID, they were sort of in a holding pattern until things got safer. But we had a nice conversation for five or 10 minutes or maybe a little longer. And then I left and didn't really say anything else. I didn't try to pitch him to sell his home because I knew he was trying to move or anything like that. I knew that I would see him again. And so I just sort of left it there. In those few moments that I had, I just got to know him a little bit. And he met my wife and my son. And we just 
sort of built a relationship with him. Again, I didn't try to pitch him or anything like that. And in our last episode, I did talk to you about how my gifts and what I've learned about my gifts is that my gifts are in building relationships and more than making a sale, just seeking to help. But here is the important part for me. I cannot build relationships or seek to help if I just say, hey, let me list your house. So I really try not to do that. You know, as we took walks over the next few weeks, I saw him a couple more times. And then there came a point where he saw me walk by where he told me that he was thinking about now being the time to get ready to sell his home soon. And so I told him that if he was interested, I didn't want to be pushy, but that if he was interested, I was happy to give him any help or ideas or anything he needed during the process. I said I would be happy to give him some information about what the home would sell for, but I made it very clear that there was absolutely no pressure. And I think that really lowered his defenses because he was so used to people just trying to pitch him. But he saw that I was really trying to make an effort to build the relationship with him rather than just make a sale. So this is where I wanted to show my value because a lot of that 90% under that iceberg is me. It's my personality, the relationships I build, how I care about people. I wanted him to see that. Over the next couple months, I would see him every couple weeks in the neighborhood. He eventually did ask for me to put together the comparative market analysis or CMA to see what his home would sell for. So I did some research on homes in the area, what those homes had sold for compared to his and what his would sell for. And I gave him those documents and again, just gave him my business card, sort of left him alone. I wasn't pushy. I didn't say here, sign a contract or anything like that. I just knew that by building the relationship, I would have success with it. It's actually kind of funny because his wife works at a local store and she often would say, oh, I met this realtor. Oh, I met that realtor. Oh, I met this person. But he kept telling me that those realtors would sort of just try to pitch the wife every time they would see her about, oh, list your house, sell your home. And that is actually what he told me was the reason that they didn't start working with any of those realtors was because they cared about me and our family and wanted to help my business. But they also appreciated that I wasn't pushy or just trying to pitch them or anything like that. So this is one of the ways that I have found success in my business. And it's very interesting because we're actually coming up on him listing his home in the next few weeks. And I haven't forced him into signing anything, a contract, anything like that. In fact, I recently started the documents needed for the home to be listed, but I'm sort of just letting him take it at his own pace. I already trust in the relationship that I've built with him over these few months. He even said something to me about how these other realtors would do this or that. And he said to me, hey, look, I know what you bring to the table. I care about you. And it's about the relationship. It's not just about a sale. And so it's funny that he sort of has learned how I operate, knows how I am, and is showing me the same respect in return. Now, I told him that he could talk to these other realtors because I said I was super confident in my abilities, super confident in the relationship that we had built. But even now, as we're getting ready to list the home and they're clearing some things out and getting ready to move, I'm not pushy at all with them. I'll text them usually once a week to check in and just see how they're doing, see if they need anything, et cetera. Because again, I want my focus to be seeking to help rather than seeking to make a sale. I want my focus to be building the relationships rather than just trying to pitch them on selling. And so this has really led to success for me. I know that they're going to list their home with me, but I really am not pushy at all. I do text every once in a while and I want to stay like front of mind. I want them to think of me, but I truly believe that the first step is just building relationships with people. And if you can build relationships with people where you genuinely care about them, when that time comes for them to buy or sell a home, they will trust you and want to do business with you. 
And so it's very interesting to me to see how this relationship has been built and has developed. And I'm so excited to list his home in a few weeks. And I know the value that I provide. But again, he had to see that 90%. He had to see that relationship that I built with them. And he had to see that I wasn't just a pushy salesman trying to get the listing. I wasn't going to just try to get him to sign on the dotted line. I actually cared about them. And when I checked in with him every week or two, I wanted to just see how it was going without any pressure. I haven't asked him to sign anything. I just check in. And recently when I checked in with them, he actually said that his wife was feeling sick. And I just said, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope she feels better. Please let me know if you need anything. And when he said to me that they just felt frustrated that she was sick because they couldn't get stuff done and he had a lot of work to do, I said to them that if there was anything I could do to help, let me know. And he said, no, I don't need help. I'm just kind of frustrated and discouraged. It's taking longer than I want. And it's taking forever to get out of the house. And I simply said, hey, Let's take it one step at a time. We will get there. There's no rush. Let me know if I can do anything to help you. And his response was, thank you so much for understanding and being so encouraging. I really appreciate that. And I was really honored by the response because I really think in the past, they've just had people that were pushy and salesy and they just weren't interested in dealing with people like that. So it really has been all about the relationship. Now I share this not to brag or anything like that. I share this just to say, this is how we should treat all our clients. We should be building relationships first, not just trying to make a sale. If you seek to build relationships with people, they want to do business with people like that. Now, I know I've said it before and probably will a thousand times on the podcast, but people want to do business with other people that they know, like, and trust. So how can you build those relationships? How can you show them that 90% that's under the iceberg? How can you show them you and that it's about relationship, not just a sale? How can you let them get to know you? And how can you build trust through this and be honest and vulnerable with them and just create a relationship where you care about them and they care about you? And I really believe that if you operate your business this way, it will lead to true success. So I hope this is helpful to you. On our next episode, I'm excited to get into my next lesson of a recent transaction about that 90% under that iceberg and showing your value to your clients. In this certain situation, I had to show value to a client that really was thinking about listing their house for sale by owner and also was interviewing multiple other realtors about listing their home. I knew it was a tough competition, and so I had to really stick out and show them my value and show them what it would be like to work with me and how I would really seek to serve their needs. I had to really stand out in a crowd of other realtors in that situation. And so that's what we're going to talk about in that episode. Talk about how I had to go above and beyond to show them my value and stand out in the crowd. And so I hope this is helpful and you can apply this story to your real estate business. And I'm excited to bring the next episode to you and I will see you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. If you know of anyone who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. For more, you can visit us at therealestatesurvivalguide.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Until then, keep putting in the effort. If you put in the effort, you'll be an amazing realtor.